Hey friends, welcome to another episode of The Stephanie Gas Show. This is actually a super fun treat for you. It is a student community live Q&A. As a Stephanie Gas student, you get to ask your questions in the group and then I go live and answer them. I am sharing this with you guys on today's episode because these questions were so amazing. I loved how specific they were, how actionable they were, and how triggering some of them were. So I decided to share this with you on today's podcast episode. We talk about growing a Facebook group, how to fill a Facebook group. We talk about confidently showing up in your podcast when you feel so debilitated or frozen when you get behind the microphone. We talk about how I found my identity in Christ. Yep, we sure went there. We talk about whether or not we should be Uh, using episode numbers on our podcast. We talked about how to create boundaries when you're working from home and what to do and how to have those conversations. And lastly, we talked about setting boundaries with prior clients. So we really covered everything in today's Q&A and I know that this is going to bless you. So let's dig in. Welcome to the Stephanie Gass Show, where you can get clarity on your calling, use your gifts for glory, and create a kingdom business. I believe that when we come together as daughters of the King, we will create true change here on earth. And we're raising up little world changers, mamas. Yes, and amen to that anointing over our lives. I believe we can also do this while having a ton of fun. You're here for PJs all day, lukewarm coffee, building passive income businesses, and using your voice for impact by podcasting and spreading your message into the world, you are in the right place. It's time to let God light our path so we can experience true miracles. Let's get pumped up for today's show. Let's dig into these awesome questions. So Brittany Wilson asks, Anyone have tips for getting people to join your Facebook group and getting them to engage? I just launched my podcast two weeks ago, and so far I only have a handful of people, and it's crickets in there. (laughs) Well, Brittany, welcome to the new Facebook group club. It is called um, Crickets for Days, okay? And that is totally normal, and it's part of the launch process, right? Hi, Karina. Uh, launching a brand new podcast, which then turns into a collection of people, people that are subscribing to you, which then turns into a Facebook group so that you can start to engage with your people. You can start to serve them at a deeper level to post research questions, market research in there for them to get to know each other, for them to have accountability. That takes time, right? Because if you think of it this way, so uh, watch, let me draw you guys a picture here. Okay. If you think of it this way, you've got your podcast at the top, okay? Your pod is at the very top. Now, your podcast is the top of your funnel. Your podcast is actually the way that we are collecting people and finding new listeners, uh, subscribers, followers, audience members, whatever you want to call it, okay? So this is our collection, Okay, so this is where people come in. How do people come in? Whoop, my phone slipped, sorry. 
How do people come in to this podcast? They're coming in through what? They're coming in through your SEO. They're coming in through your titles. They're coming in through your visibility. They're coming in through your Pinterest. They're coming in through your content. They're coming in through the authenticity that you are sharing, which then in turn makes other people share your show. So all of this is how people are coming in to the podcast, okay? All of which I teach in Podcast to Profit, all of it. So if you guys aren't on that application yet for this round, uh, we have a few spots left stephaniegass.com slash podcast to profit. This is what I teach you how to fill this podcast bucket. Okay. So then the next thing from the podcast, we're going to funnel down deeper and we're going to go into the places where we can engage with people and we can grow trust. Okay. This is called trust tier two. So in trust tier two, it's a little smaller of a circle, right? Because the big collection is the podcast. And then we're going to funnel people in and they're going to learn to trust you. Not everyone's going to trust you guys. You're going to have to be okay with that when they do. How, so how do we get them to trust us at a deeper capacity? Number one, we can email them. We can email them one blast a week. Number two, we can put them in a Facebook group. Okay. That's exactly what Brittany's question is. And then number three, we can connect with them on social. Did you notice how social media was not number one. Okay. Social media is not how we build the podcast. It's how we engage with the people. Hi, Dally. Hi, Michelle. So these are the ways that we grow engagement from here. Got it. So what does this mean? Well, if you just launched your podcast two weeks ago, what size are these going to be? They're going to be small. Because your podcast has to be big enough to fill the room. Okay, so to give you guys a visual example of this. Oh, and then let me finish this diagram for you since we're having fun today. You guys having fun? Comment to one below if you're like, yes, I'm here for all the diagrams. Um, the next level of your funnel coming down is the actual implementation. This is how people get a result from you. So your podcast is teaching, 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 teaching free, 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 solution, solution, solution. The middle bubble is connect and engage, get them to trust you. And then finally, number three is how we get them to implement. How do we get people to implement, ladies? You're all here with me building the Stephanie Gas business model. How do we get people to implement? Put a comment in the chat box. I'm waiting, I'm waiting. How do we get people to implement? One of you has got that million dollar answer. That is correct, okay? It is right here. Courses, coaching, and programs, right there. So when you look at this upside down funnel, podcasts number one, Number two is your email list, your Facebook group, and your uh, socials. And then number three is your courses, your programs, and your coaching. It's what you sell, okay, at the very bottom of that funnel. Notice how it goes big, medium, small. This is the way it's got to be, which is why the entire 
focus for six months to a year, my loves, is growing that podcast bucket as big as humanly possible because you need to impact people before they buy with you. They've got to go through three different bubbles to get to the bottom. So the fact that you have crickets in your Facebook group, girl, it's all gravy. You're good. Keep acting as if post in there once a week, share to about the Facebook group, uh, share about the podcast episodes of that week, post memes, funny memes are awesome. They definitely help, but the real priority is your podcast because you just launched it two weeks ago. So set up the Facebook group, let it collect people. It's going to be a long game guys. I have, um, 500,000 podcast downloads and we have almost 5,000 people in the Facebook group. Think about that difference. Okay. 500,000 in the podcast, 5,000 in the Facebook group. Okay. And, um, anywhere between 150 to 200 sales a month. So when you think about how that comes down in the pipeline, You've got to focus on growing the podcast and that's going to in turn transform everything else. Everybody with me, everybody with me, comment to two. If you loved that visual number two question, Sabrina Knapp, uh, how do I grow and get new contacts in my Facebook group, but I don't have a podcast. I think we just answered that question. (laughs) Get a podcast girl. That is how you're going to grow your Facebook group. Okay. Seriously. Um, we can't, when we're growing from the engagement bubble, social media, uh, an email list or whatever, like these are engagers. These are not growth. These, these do not grow your business. Okay. Bubble number two does not grow your business. It helps convert. It helps engage. So we need something to grow your business organically evergreen forever in order to fill a Facebook group. And that's going to be a podcast. It's going to be long form content. You can pick between three, right? Video, YouTube, or podcasting. Everybody listening to this live right now or watching the replay, you've already chosen. You're doing podcasting. I'm so here for you because we get to show up in our PJs behind a mic and it's super easy and fun. Question number three, Jennifer McDanster asks, how can I feel so confident speaking with people even on their podcasts? But when I go to record something for myself, it's jumbled up and crickets. Ooh, I love this question. Okay. Guys, you feel confident talking to someone else about some something that they're dealing with because it's not about you. You're like, let me help you solve your problem. Let me help you with your marriage issue. Let me talk to you about whatever, whatever question that came up between you and your girlfriend over a glass of wine or a cup of coffee. And you're just sitting there supporting somebody that you know. Of course, you're confident in that because there's no pressure. It's not about you. The problem is that you have made it about you. The second that you ladies sit behind this microphone, all of a sudden you put all of this pressure on yourself because it's about you. I have to make this work. I have to build money. Steph just said, if I'm going to fill bubble number two, I have to build my podcast. I need to have another episode. And then you have all this pressure on yourself. And if you don't make any money, your husband's going to make you go back to work and your life is going to be over. And maybe you should just start showing back up on Instagram reels. Okay. Is that what your brain is doing? Anybody, anybody willing to be honest? I mean, drop me an emoji if this is you right now, 
But the truth is, is that you all started your podcast so that you can bless other people, right? It's all about service over sales. It's about giving away the gifts that you already have. And it's about giving them away for free. That's what you're doing. And here's the situation. God's equipped you. You have the words, you have the message. You went through the trials on purpose. Everything you need is already within you. You just have to open your mouth and he shall fill it. So you have got to put this perspective shift on of, I am not sitting behind this microphone to sell something right now. I am not sitting behind this microphone to make money, to grow this business. I'm sitting behind this microphone to bless one person today, one person. And I don't have all the words, but God, you do. And I don't know the way, but God, you do. And I'm not even sure. I'm not sure if what I'm saying is going to come out eloquently or, or if I should, I need to script everything out. No, you don't. You need to trust that Holy Spirit is working beside you, inside of you, through you, every single time you sit behind that microphone. And apparently the theme of today is pray. Okay. Wearing my pray shirt. I got my pray in the background, like pray, God will equip you. But you've got to transform your perspective from you to her. That's how you take the pressure off. That's how you stop getting frozen behind the microphone. Okay. Great question. And practice. Colleen Mitchell asks, question number four, can you tell us the story of how you found your identity in Christ? Whoa, <laughs> that's a big question. Oh man. Okay. Um, I feel like that could be an entire podcast episode, you guys, which I actually have one. It's the eight ways I've supernaturally experienced the presence of God. Go listen to that episode. But here's what I will say. Um, that was a really long process to find my identity in Christ. And it all started with losing my identity to me, you know, like letting my ego die, letting what I wanted and my control over everything dissipate. And it was a huge battle, right? Because we're constantly battling flesh versus spirit. Well, on the Stephanie gas flesh was like, I have to be successful. I have to make money. Money equals worthiness. Money equals love. Money equals success, success and um, achievement. Achievement equals love. I had all of these thoughts around love. And so I chased after that for decades only to find myself so broken all the time, you know, anxiety and eating my feelings and searching for the next thing where I could be successful. And the reality finally, finally in my thirties was Stephanie surrender. Yeah, exactly. Michelle surrender. Like you can't, you can't do enough to be loved by the world. You will never do enough. The world will never love you, but I love you. And I love you in your mess. And I love you without the money. And I love you without the achievement. And I love you as you are, the size you are, right? How you look. I love you in your imperfection. I love you in your weirdness. Like I just love you and you're fine as you are. And that realization of, I don't have to do anything to be loved by Christ was the moment. And then that moment took lots of years <laughs> for me to step into that, right? I mean, this evolution has really been three or four years of true surrender. And that's daily prayer. 
It is daily renewal of my mind. I am in the Bible every day. I am praying every day, all day, multiple times an hour. I am praying for this person and that person. I'm praying over this live. I am praying in my brain right now as I say these. Like my conversations with God are two-sided all day long. And that took such an evolution to get there. But the craziest part about it, you guys, is that his hand now is in everything. He's just waiting for the invitation. He's waiting for your invitation to say, God, what is my identity in you? Who am I without me? You know, who am I without all of these weird thoughts and projections about what I think that, the, that I am and who am I when I'm broken down all the way to just my spirit? Who am I? And asking him those questions, he will show you who you are. And I think it just takes a lot of surrender and it takes so much trust. It takes letting your ego die and it takes letting all of these fears you have around controlling your business and the outcome fall away to a faithfulness in the unseen and a mat, a massive, a massive, just God use me, you know, and it, that invitation for him to take over your mouth, your life, your business, your podcast, your marriage, your children, your body, your health, your mindset, because guess what? He loves all of those things more than you do. So the second that you show up in obedience and you say, I'm ready to hand it all to you, he will make it better than you ever could. So I guess that's my answer. It was a lot of surrender and it was a lot of work. And now it feels easy and I could never go back, but it was a lot of intentional decisions every day to stop being busy. So I could turn my life to him, my minutes to him. I hope that helps. Next question, Michelle McCoy, can you review episode numbers? Should we use them or not? Also, any tips you have on editing the music for intro and outro, like the fade out, et cetera. I will be doing that soon if I can land on a recording that I am satisfied with. Okay, great questions. First of all, I feel like we are like, we just got off on such a fun sidetrack and now it's like, let's talk about episode numbers. Great, I'm here for this, you guys. I mean, whatever questions you have. Episode numbers. All the big wigs stopped using episode numbers, okay? If you go look up anyone's big fancy pants podcast, they don't have episode numbers. And that's fine, except that um, I talk in episode numbers. So I just referred to you guys to go listen to the episode where I talk about the eight supernatural ways that I experience the presence of God. Well, let me tell you, that is episode number 297. If I didn't have my number here, how are you going to find that? Like, I need to be able to reference my podcast titles and link them to a number for you so that you can find them. I'm obsessed with episode numbers. I cannot, you must have them. Okay. <laughs> you must have them. Uh, next question or Michelle's second part of her question was any tips you have on editing the music for the intro and outro? Yeah, guys. Um, it's all in podcast pro university. If you just, I actually just re-recorded that module. I have actually re-recorded everything through module number nine for you. So if you're newish, or if you've been in this course for a long time, go back through because it's fully revamped. 
Uh, so exciting. So that is fully in PPU. It's, I show you how to do it. It's really super easy. Okay. Next question. Ellie Conklin, we have two more. Uh, Ellie Conklin asks how to lovingly be present for people you love. So she said, insert distractors, children, husband, mom calls, you've done all the boundary. And then they say, but they just have something important to tell you. This is on repeat. And then you only get 30 minutes when babies are napping. I'm direct, but it stings. I'll be like, excuse me. I have 20 minutes on my clock. Love you. Bye. But it feels heartbreaking. Okay. This is such a great question. It's a conversation I've had with other women who are doing business and life the way that I am at this level. And you guys, this does not get easier as a work from home mom or a work from home woman, all of a sudden these boundaries are super blurry. Like, oh, I work from here and I'm making money from here, but because I'm here, I'm available. You know, like my husband used to go to work and he was at work. We didn't bother him because he was at work. Well, since COVID, he's been working here. I'm up in his business all day. I'm like, excuse me, can you take the trash out? Excuse me, what are you doing? Hi, like I'm super annoying. This works both ways, right? And he's like, oh my gosh, like I'm trying to work. That's the same thing happening for me. And it's because we are here. It's because you're at home. It's because you're available. And there's this, this weird mindset shift that happens around being out of the house and being a at home, work from home, human, mom, wife, person, okay? So the only thing you can do, well, there's two things you can do, okay? The first thing you can do is remove yourself from the house. If you are like, I have 30 minutes every day to work on this business, how do you remove yourself? Now, I'm not talking about drive 20 minutes to the coffee shop because now you've wasted 20 minutes. Get in your car and, and park 10 feet away from your house. That's you becoming unavailable, right? It's you saying, I'm going to work now from the backyard. I'm going to lock the doors. I'm going to work now, right? It's you maybe going and sitting um, in the closet to record an episode and literally like going in there to do some work. Now, of course, please do not be, don't not lock yourself in when your children are there and you guys are all there alone. Like that's not safe. That's also really weird. Okay. Sorry, not sorry. But like if your spouse is home and they're babysitting the kids or like the whole family is there, how do you remove yourself from the situation to get work done? Now, the second thing that you need to do is you need to have clear and cohesive conversation when you're not in the moment. The problem that so many women are having is you're waiting until it's the time to work to then tell your spouse, I'm going to work now for 30 minutes. Please watch the children. Well, you've just sprung that on someone who still knows you're here and readily available. They don't quite have that distinction in their mind that you are not available. And you just said, I'm going in here to work for 30 minutes. You weren't clear. There were no boundaries. There was nothing that happened. And it was immediate like this. What do you think is going to happen? Of course, they're going to interrupt you. Of course, they're going to come in and knock on the door. You need to have a conversation before this happens. So you need to sit down at a Sunday night family meeting or whenever that those conversations happen between you and your spouse, you and your children, you and your mother-in-law, whoever this person is, whoever these people are, and let them know. Hi, I am trying to build a business because I literally love you so much 
that I want to change the way that our life looks and feels. I feel the calling of God on this podcast, on this business, but I just need time to make it happen. I know that there's a way we can work together to create some workspace for me, but I need it to be uninterrupted because it's really hard for me to separate being a mom and working on this business. It's really hard for me to separate being your wife when you need me and showing up for this calling work. Do you have any ideas? Ladies, the second that you ask your spouse if they have any ideas in the way in which they can help you be successful in something that will make you happier, you're going to be blown away with their answer. They want to help us. The problem is we are not asking for help. And we are not being clear and direct with what we actually need. So that is on us. And so you need to have these hard conversations and not in the moment. So that to me looks something like, hey, uh, when are your work hours this week? Husband tells me, I write them down. I say, cool. I'm going to block out the work hours you didn't mention for me. And I'm going to need those hours to work. Are you cool watching the kids? 100%. I sure am great. We've, we've agreed. We both have it on our calendars. Who's working when who's on kid duty, when this is in the summers, right? When it's really crazy. Um, I also have a babysitter. Maybe you need to start hiring and getting some help so you can actually create, uh, that work time guys. She's 10 bucks an hour. Like this doesn't need to be expensive. Ask an in-law to come over once a week, whatever you need to do to make this happen. Then since we both know when each other is working, it's super easy. It's like, okay, babe, I'm heading into my work block now. He knows it's on his calendar. I come into an office. It's a designated place where I am working. When I am in here working and the door is shut, nobody comes in because I am working. Uh, it doesn't matter if I'm recording a podcast if, or if I'm whistling Dixie in here. I am working when this door is shut that is communicated to everyone in my home. Everybody knows it's on our calendars. Okay, so basically what I'm saying is like, you got to get on the same page with your spouse. You got to get on the same page with your family because otherwise you can't win. But I have a feeling that they want you to win. Cool, does that help you? Let me know if this is helping you guys. One last question, Juliana Barbati. How do I set boundaries with people reaching out for free advice all the time after they've already had a coaching session with me? <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is super good. I actually have a podcast episode all about this. Um, I think it's a bit far back. Let me see if I can quickly find it. It's setting boundaries with your coaching clients. Let me see. Here it is. It is episode 266, how to set and maintain boundaries with clients as a coach. So please go listen to that episode if you are struggling with this, but I will say again, guys, it comes down to your communication. And I know it's really hard for us as women, as lovers and encouragers, as helpers to be like, I just want to help you. I want to keep making sure you have success. But when someone reaches into, okay, here's what I want you to think about here's your cup. Okay. Here's your cup. All of the, all of the stuff that can, all the water that can fit in this cup is like up to the brim. That's how much you have to give every day. Okay. And every day when you meet with a client, you pour some water out. I wish I had another cup so I could like literally give you a visual, but you pour some water out. Every time your kids need you, you pour some water out. Every time your spouse has questions, you pour some water out. Every time you record an episode, you're pouring some water out. Before you know it, you know, you have this much left in this cup to give. 
you can either, you have a choice, right? Like you can either keep giving free advice to people over DM, over social media and pour the rest of the cup out. Or you can simply say, Hey, I'd love to go over that with you in another coaching call. Shoot me an email. We'll book it. And now you've conserved this last bit of energy that you have for your family, for yourself, for an A activity in your business. Free advice doesn't help anybody. Okay. Free advice simply takes the pressure off of them of doing the work. And I will tell you something crazy. You guys should know this by now, but let me say it one more time. When people invest in themselves, they show up for it. When people invest money with you in coaching, in your courses, in your programs, in your services, in your products, in your offers, they will do the work. So when somebody comes creeping back around and they want free advice, here's my rule of thumb. If I can answer you in 60 seconds or less, great. I'm here for you. I will DM you right back. Boom. 60 seconds. You will get a voice text because your girl does not have time for this. We are not doing this. I will voice you back if it takes me one minute or less to answer you. If it takes more than that amount of time, I will direct you to book a call. Period. And that is because time is money, but more important than money, my energy, my energy, what I have to give is extremely limited. And God gets the first dose of this every day. And then my husband and then my children and then my health and then my mindset and then my business. And believe me, by the time you get to your business, you only have half of this cup left. So you really have to have intentional boundaries every single day. Cool. I hope that today's uh, live Q&A has blessed you in some way, encouraged you. Come listen to those episodes that we mentioned. We'll drop it in the comments below for you. And last but not least, you guys, all of you in here are students of mine. So what that means, two things. One, if you're stuck and you need help, you have access to a 30-minute coaching call with me at half price, right? You're allowed to book a half our session. If you, if you need that at any time, just email us support at stephaniegass.com and we'll get you set up. Number two, if you have a podcast launched at this moment in time, I really truly with all of my heart and soul encourage you to join us in podcast to profit. This is where we go from kind of playing around. I have a podcast. It's kind of fun dabbling, but I'm not all the way in to like line in the sand, Stephanie Gass is shoving you over that line in the sand and you are going to make it your entire business model. You're going to build this, the thing I showed you guys at the beginning of the call, okay? You are building a massive revenue driving business from your podcast. It's evergreen, it's forever, it's scalable. And I teach you how to do that in such a way that you are doing it on your terms around your life. I'm not asking you to show up on social. I'm not asking you to do hard things. I am asking you to do hard things, but I'm asking you to do the hard things that are going to create so much time in your life. You guys, I can run my business in as little as 24 hours a week. That's insane. It's almost a half a million dollar business in 24 hours a week. It's because of this business model. It's because of your podcast being visible, scalable, I teach you everything you need to know about that in Podcast to Profit. It's a 90-day immersion mastermind. I am live. I am coaching with you every week. 
power coaching, you have pods, you have breakouts with my team, so much support. It's crazy. Then we move into creating your thing. So we create your offer, your course, your program, whatever it is that you want to offer as your what? Tier three, your implementation, we created in Podcast to Profit. And then I teach you how to sell it. I teach you how to pitch. I teach you sales psychology. We create your sales page. All of those pieces are covered in 90 days. So imagine you join me in Podcast to Profit the first week of August. You say yes and amen. Like I am doing this. I am making this my thing. I am done being on live video 24 seven. I am done making reels. I am done with all the things. I just want to podcast and make money at it because Lord Jesus called me to it. Then girl, it's time. It's time. It's time. And yes, it's, yes, you're going to invest. Yes, you are. But I will tell you something super cool. Every single woman that invests in podcast to profit is still showing up on week 12. It's because she put money where her mouth is. It's because she decided that I am going to make this work. I am going to do the work so that I can have a bigger impact so that I can actually turn a profit so that I can actually help people implement what I teach on this podcast. And then she does it and she leaps in fear. And there are four rounds worth of women who have done it. So if they can do it, so can you. Okay. We have a few spots left. I think we have 17 applications in, there are only 20 spots. So if you're feeling that Holy Spirit tug, it is not on accident. It is time. And that spot is for you. So you're going to go to stephaniegass.com slash podcast to profit, and you're going to apply and it's going to be amazing. And God's going to provide the way, and you're going to show up with his will and you're going to do the work and your life is going to be transformed. If I hadn't said yes, when God whispered in my heart, start a podcast in October of 2018, I cannot imagine what my life would look like right now. If I hadn't figured out a way to monetize my show where all of you get really clear, awesome implementation, I can't imagine how many of your lives would look right now. Your calling is how you impact the kingdom. And if you keep sitting back and thinking about it, you are not doing anyone any good. You are not using your gifts for his glory. You're hiding your gifts, which in turn is not bringing glory to the kingdom. And that is your responsibility, sister friend. So head over to stephaniegass.com slash podcast to profit. If you are ready to scale your show, create your offer, make an income from your pod and really rank on the charts, really get that visibility. I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. If you guys have any questions about that, just email me info at Stephanie gas, or you can post in the group comment below this video. We will answer you. Uh, go check out the testimonies. They're insane. If you want to know like what really happens in there, like, Am I going to rank? Am I going to make money? Guys, the testimonies are ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous. People rank number one, number 10. I've had people sell out two programs. Uh, I've had people with $75,000 launches everywhere to $2,000 launches. Like it's crazy. And it's because you've decided to do the work. Cool. So comment below if you're joining us in P2P. I'm so pumped. I'm so here for that. And I'll see you guys back real soon. Thanks for joining me on today's Q&A. you like mama's show leave a review pretty please real quick before you go if this podcast has blessed you in some way the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review for the show over on apple Podcasts. 
I seriously am lit up every time I hear from you guys, every time that I see that this show has impacted your life in some way. So if you'll do that for me, I would be super grateful. The second thing you can do is take a screenshot of this episode or of your review and go share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Stephanie Gass. I'll share you in my stories and then together we can share the love. God bless you, sis. 